0: Welcome to the Christ Connection podcast. We are here to help and encourage you to enjoy your adventure with Jesus. I'm your host Kevin Senapati Ratna. Let the journey begin. Welcome to episode number 87 of the Christ Connection Podcast. My name is Kevin Senapati Ratna. I'm glad you could join us today. And I get to the official bio of Nikki Gumbel in a second here, but I was just thinking about when, if Jesus doesn't come back and there is history written about uh, our time period and the church history that happened, uh, Nikki's name is going to be in there with all that Alpha accomplished and all the, uh, even today with the new stuff that's going on. And so we have one of the people of the faith that I think is really uh, God has used in our lifetime. And I think this is going to be an encouragement to you, which is what uh, the Christ Connection podcast is all about. So uh, without further ado, my conversation with Nikki Gumbel. My guest today is Nicky Gumbel. Uh, he is the vicar of Holy Trinity Brompton, a Church of England church in central London, which holds 11 services on five sites, he is the pioneer of Alpha, an introduction to the Christian faith run by all the major Christian denominations in 169 countries. He's married to Pippa, uh, and together they write a commentary on the Bible in one year. Uh, Nikki is also host of the podcast Leadership Conversations with Nikki Gumbel. Nikki, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Kevin. It's lovely to be with you.
0: Hey, it is uh, truly my honor today to ha- have you on the show. And it, as is my tradition around here, uh, I always start with a non traditional question somewhere out in uh, uh, for the the baseball people out in left field. But uh, I don't know what cricket, what if they, it's a circle there, right? Is that, That's not, they don't, they don't have left field. But I, uh, uh, so I start with something a little, a little not on topic, uh, but we, my wife and I and daughter had the chance to, a couple years ago to go to England on holiday, uh, and we loved it. And well, we really want to move there, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and we spent it all in London. Uh, didn't get to go to the uh, church there, but uh, if we were ever to come back, since you, you're, you're. You've been around the country, I'm sure. Uh, where in the countryside do you recommend people go on holiday if they're if they're going to, to England?
1: Oh, do you know that um, there's so many beautiful places? It's like the U.S. I mean, the U.S. we've been to many times, and there's so many beautiful places. There's so many beautiful places, mean the Lake District is particularly beautiful. Um, uh, and uh, but anywhere, any um, the countryside. The, it's England's so green. We get so much rain, as you know. But it, <laughs> that's a disadvantage. But the advantage is it makes it, it all very green, um, uh, and it's very beautiful. And there are lots of lots of beautiful lakes. There are lots of beautiful um, um, hills and uh, countryside. And sea is really beautiful too. We love. Um, I love to swim in the sea.
0: Hey, are you Are you prone to Uh, Stick close to London, or do you uh, do you travel? Well, right now we can't. We're not allowed to leave London. I suppose. Yeah, when we're recording this, you're on lockdown, aren't you? (laughs) We
1: are. We're locked down in London. I know. I love London, but I love I love the countryside too. I love to get out to the countryside. I particularly like to get into the sea. Uh, That's my favourite way to just get away and um, be in the sea, the English Channel.
0: The English it's not, Channel
1: huh? is not quite as warm as um, some <laughs> of your sea, but actually it's not very different from, say, California. I mean, that's quite cold, too. So that's the, the channel's about the same temperature as the sea in California.
0: OK. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to swim the channel, but <laughs> I, I understand it's a thing, though, to swim across, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not many mean?
1: people have done that. Less people have swum the channel than have climbed Everest. Oh really? Okay. More people have climbed Everest than have swum the Channel.
0: Uh, well, we, uh, we should probably move on to something that's actual substance here. But uh, if, uh, and we'll get to the Alpha course in a little bit. But you're currently uh, kind of working on the or a, the Bible in One Year app and uh, program there, uh, and I love that. Uh, where did that kind of come from, and what uh, and how did it come about?
1: Um, It came about because I was given a copy of the Bible in one year for Christmas in 1990, and um, by my boss at the time, Sandy Miller now, Bishop Sandy Miller, and um, I started reading the Bible in one year, and it became a habit. And then about 12 or 13 years ago, someone in my alpha group who had just become a Christian Said I, I'm really having trouble getting into the Bible, and I've looked for. I've looked. He was a very highly intelligent, Harvard, Harvard educated, um, Harvard Business School rather. Oh, well, actually, Harvard and Harvard Business School. And um, he said I'm really struggling, uh, and he'd read all. He read all kinds of things. He just they're either so academic or I just you know I just can't. So he said, could you help me? So I said, well I'll do. I'll give you my thoughts each day. No, we thought we'd do them for the for the congregation, basically, for people like him who would just maybe come off Alpha or for members of the congregation. So um, we started doing... Uh, the first year, I just found a common theme in the three passages, the Psalm, the New Testament, and the Old Testament. And then Pippa did her comment, and we didn't know what to call it, and someone suggested coming up with Pippa Ads. Um, and, uh, and then it grew from there. You know, each each year we've added something different, and I've just been absolutely astonished by what's happened. I just heard yesterday that seven hundred forty thousand people are doing it this year on U version. One hundred forty thousand are doing it on our app, and um, I think over a million people have done it in China. It's going to all these different languages, so it's been astonishing. To um, uh, I mean, we had absolutely, we literally. Did it for really for this one person but, but 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 certainly for our congregation so that we'd all be reading the same passages on the same day um but it's it's just evolved from that now now i've done a youth version i've done an abbreviated version um and um they're all kinds of different we do a verse for the day I'm, on instagram each day i put out the verse for the day and the thought for the day and so it's just grown
0: that's amazing um, so A million people in china you said alone yeah
1: that's what i heard that a million people in china have done it
0: wow Um, so how many languages then i think it's got i mean the current app you can
1: get in um english spanish mandarin arabic and hindi i think so if you just go to the app it's in those languages but other like other countries have done their own versions in their own languages
0: Although my home church uh, is doing it, it's a it's a mega church here in the Twin Cities area. And when they were promoting it, they said, "Hey, you want to listen to someone in British English? Because that's <laughs> that's you know, that's gonna that's gonna encourage your soul." I think was.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's really encouraging to hear that. Cause, Fantastic,
0: because you uh, you also have uh, uh, for the Bible reading part. It's. Uh, a uh, uh, famous actor correct
1: yeah david Suchet. he's he's a very famous british actor he um he's a shakespearean actor um and uh, he's best known for uh, i don't know whether you have the poirot series out in in the us uh do you have i've, that? I've
0: seen so, i've seen some of it yeah
1: i um, mean he's he's famous for pre- playing the detective um in a uh, poirot um in uh, Agatha Christie's, um, uh, books, but so, um, uh, but you wouldn't recognize his voice from that because he (laughs) has a French accent in that, but he's got a fantastic voice and he's a lovely man. He's, he's been, a. first met him just after he'd become a Christian, um, in a tiny, tiny church in, in Verbier. I was doing a chaplaincy in the mountains for the ski season, uh, just for two weeks. And, um, uh, somebody said there are only eight people in the congregation, and someone said, "Do you realise uh, that you have David Suchet in your in is one of the people?" So I said, um, "I said to him, would you do the reading?" So I think it was Easter, and he and he must have come for Good Friday or something. So I said, "Would you do the reading um, on Sunday?" So he said yes, and he he went into and we was I think we had a bit of, of a higher turnout because it was Easter Day or whatever. Um, And um, when he started reading, it was like everyone's eyes went up and I was like, what is this? And he read from John's gospel. So I said, why don't you put this uh, on tape? And when he went back to England, he put John's gospel on tape. And then he decided, because it was such a success, he decided to put the whole Bible So he read the he's read well. That's what you can hear him reading the whole Bible from Genesis one to the end of Revelation, and um, he reads it so powerfully. I mean, he's an extraordinary. I've seen him. I mean, he's one of those people. He's not. He's done a few films, but but he's not really. He's not that famous, but generally in the world because he hasn't done that many films. He's a stage actor. He's like the best stage actor in in the uk probably you know he's um um but he's he's not because he hasn't done that He did a film called the bank job and he's done other films small parts usually um and he's done a lot of television but not so much um not so much of the big sort of uh films that you know the, uh so he's not as famous as he should be because he's an amazing amazing man and an, with an amazing testimony and he was he he, like me, he came from a Jewish background and he became a Christian through reading the Bible um, and um, in his hotel room on his travels. So it's, um, he loves the Bible.
0: Well, you you mentioned that how you came to the Lord through reading the Bible, and I've heard your story Artswell. Is that kind of uh, your love for the Bible, where it came from because of your origin? Of- yeah, I think so. I mean, I
1: think, you know, my father was a refugee um, and um, he was Jewish, secular Jew, and so I wasn't brought up with church or the Bible. And when I first read the Bible, which it properly uh, was um, my first year at university, Cambridge University, um, it was as if the person of Jesus emerged from the pages, and I encountered him. And that was life-changing. So God spoke to me through the Bible that very first time back in... February, 1974. And from that day onwards, I think, I, I doubt there are more than a handful of days that I haven't read the Bible. I mean, I can't I can't actually think of a single day, but it, it's possible someone could prove to you that. <laughs> but
0: I, I can't remember
1: a single day that I haven't read the Bible um, and expected and believed that God would speak to me through the Bible
0: as uh, having done that tradition for so long I, I in doing my research i heard you have kind of a habit you know, reading the bible first thing in the morning and then uh, going for a uh, walk through hyde park and praying uh, yes uh, and uh, which by the way that's just just uh, me as a, an american that just sounds wonderful just to walk through hyde park in the morning yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. uh, how, how has how has your time what jesus changed over the years has it has it uh, been uh gone different ways how it, how has it kind of developed over the years for you
1: yeah i guess it's um with, with the bible in one year <clears throat> i had to ration myself because i was spending two and a half hours a day doing it and i just i i and i wasn't doing very much praying so i've rationed myself now to an hour and i i try not to spend more than an hour um Doing the Bible bit, and then I, the, the walk around the park is about 45 minutes, but the whole thing takes about another hour. So I have to allow two hours for that. Um, um, so you know, whatever time my first meeting is, I have to set um, I have to set the alarm for three hours before my first meeting because you know you have to have breakfast as well. But but it, the whole thing uh, it doesn't it takes me a bit more than an hour actually the Bible in one year. So it's like, but it's 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 a wonderful way to start the day you know i want the first thing that i do in the morning i I try to i mean to be honest it isn't the first thing the first thing i do is make a cup of coffee and usually (laughs) while i'm making a cup of coffee i'm tempted to look at my phone uh, and that's a really bad thing but i try i want really the first thing to to do to to hear what god is saying you know i want to hear what jesus is saying i want to hear what the holy spirit is saying Um, and that's and that's um and to spend time with. And I'm very distracted as I walk around High Park. There are no, there are not many people at that time in the morning, but um it's still distracting. You know, I've if I sat in my chair, I'd fall asleep, um, or I'd be distracted. So I don't know how much praying I actually do, but but at least that is dedicated sometimes more than others, and sometimes it's easier to pray, but but um I love that routine. I always do exactly the same walk, so I didn't have to think about where I'm going to go. It's always exactly the same. Um, so that that that's not a distraction planning the route. Um, but yeah, I, I just love it. I love, I love being outside. I love, I'm a bit living am we're very blessed. Hyde High, High Park is uh, over 600 acres. I mean, it's, it's a huge Hyde Park and Kensington Park are huge right in the center of, so I guess it's like Central Park in New York but it's much bigger than Central Park. Um, so it's, but it's in an area that it, it isn't as, as many skyscrapers as New York, but it's as, as a sort of, as much the center of London as um, Manhattan is for New York or whatever.
0: And so, you, so you walk for 45 minutes, uh, just to get in the weeds here, no uh, <laughs> pun intended with uh, Hyde Park, but if you, uh, is it, you kind of walk the same path and then yeah. do you kind of have a, uh, rhythm there of uh, you know certain topics that you uh... yeah i mean
1: it changes that that changes sometimes like at the moment i'm probably more ma- mainly trying to base it around the lord's prayer so it's like i try and the first bit is like thank you our father i was thinking is worship thank you lord then to pray you know your name be glorified you know sometimes i never get as far as even your name be glorified you know it's like Uh, but then your kingdom come, and just go through and and think about each bit and to pray. But I I do get distracted a huge amount. Other times I I do, you know, like um, acts, adoration, confession, Thanksgiving, supplication. Um, Sometimes I think I don't want to be in any set pattern. I'm just going to talk what's on my mind. You know, it's like I don't have a, I don't have a, quite often I'm meditating about, The Bible, the the passage from the Bible, that something that's really struck me um, in that and and praying around that. And often I find the second half of I start to get ideas. Come into my head and I take that as you know that God speak speaking to me. They may not. It might not be. But I think that if I'm in that sort of attitude of of praying that if things come to mind, ideas come to me. um, they always, you know, people in the office say, "Oh, don't don't spend too long praying," because they're worried I'll have too many ideas by the time I come back. Um,
0: <laughs> You'll have a w- lot of work for them to do because you got these ideas.
1: <laughs> some new idea, some new vision, and they're, they're like, "Oh no, please don't, don't spend too long praying."
0: Right. Or at least when you go out, don't take a notepad with you so you can't capture them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to take
1: a notepad, but I now now with phones i can actually just put it into the notes or something i don't i try and do more when i come back but um uh yeah no i think it's you know it's certainly for me it's not a sort of um like this is something i must do um and you know it's a real sort of discipline it's i i love it i mean i absolutely love it it's like this is i i would find it so hard um uh, if I couldn't do it,
0: why? Well, for a person who's for this many years been uh, reading through the Bible, and uh, you're saying you're you're holding yourself back at one hour on your Bible reading, yeah, that, that that's that's a love for God's word that. Well, I, I many... just
1: love it. I love it it's so. I find it so sort of feeds my soul. I think it's like it is like spiritual food, and. Um, I I just, I love, I love, um, yeah, it's like, I, you know, I I love breakfast, but that's, that's physical food. Um, But I love the spiritual food as well. It's sort of, it, it, it feeds your soul, it satisfies the spiritual hunger. Um, And sometimes, you know, you don't get as much out of it as others, but there's always something that, that was, you know, is is relevant.
0: Um, i like that because you're, you're if you're eating every day that's pretty normal for people to eat every day and, yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, speaking of doing something for a long time i really this this is just for me probably the question uh, but uh, you've been ministering for years and years now uh, and you know if as a minister myself for 20 years we see so many people fall off the rails uh, uh whether their own choice or you know, they have to. Uh, any advice to younger uh, ministers as far as lasting in ministry? Um, obviously, the habits of uh, Bible and things like that. But any uh, thing that comes to your mind as far as uh, how to last over the course but of a lifetime?
1: I've been interested, um, Kevin, just, just listening to different people talking about and the research that's been done by people like Barner and other people about what, what is it that that um, uh, makes the difference in whether people sustain their faith over a period of years. And wherever you listen, it's the same thing. I, I listened to Tom Wright, you know, N.T. Wright, um, uh, Dr. N.T. or Professor <laughs> Bishop. He's everything really, he was Bishop Tom Wright, Bishop N.T. Wright, Professor N.T. Wright is now a professor in Oxford. Um, But he was saying the same thing, they all say the same thing is essentially, uh, it is the Bible and prayer. Those, because, and if you think about it, it's communication, is any relation, why does any relationship break down? It's lack of communication. And you know i think if you want to sustain a relationship with god long term you've got to communicate you've got to you've got to you've got to let him speak to you i think for me the bible is more important than praying because it's more important that god speaks to me than i speak to god so so that's the number one priority but then also you've got to you know you've got to talk you've got to you know talk about what's and it it's yeah talk about what's on your heart and and um uh and ask for things and thank God, there's so much to, th- to th- I just find even that the thanking, and now people say you know, that, I think there's so many secular things that are, are, are trying to mimic prayer, like um, gratitude and all this kind of thing, thankfulness, and um, uh, and actually it's good all that, but I mean, it's, it's better to thank <laughs> the one who, the creator um, and the provider just sort of generally be thankful, but even being thankful is a help probably. Um,
0: right. now, now my audience would not be pleased if I didn't ask at least one or two questions about Alpha, because <laughs> that is uh, uh, what you are known for. I, In preparing for this, I saw that at the time you had gone through 89 Alphas. Now that was a while ago, so I don't, I don't are you are at 90
1: by now is that yes yeah, so um the 90th course we fin sorry the 89th course we finished online the last two sessions were online the 90th course i started online the 91st one we did online as well and i'm now on my 90 our 92nd in a row and we're wow. just had we've had two weeks so it'll be week 3 um Tomorrow night, right?
0: So oh, nice. that many in a row—that uh, means because you don't have to anymore. You're not at the point that you would need to go through it again. You know the material. Uh, you, you, uh, you, but you obviously love it uh, still. Uh, what is it about the Alpha Course that still keeps you going back to it?
1: Well, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, doing it online is amazing because you got you. We've had more people than ever coming because it's so much easier to go online there's no travel there's no, no transport it's just an hour and a half um and with covid many more people are interested because they're asking the big questions and it's an amazing way to connect with other people um uh while not being at risk of get, catching covid from them because you're online um so um it's um but it, it's watching people's lives being transformed. My life was transformed by encountering Jesus, and Alpha Online is you're watching other people's lives being transformed by Jesus, and there's nothing nothing more thrilling than that.
0: With hey, one hundred and sixty nine countries, and it's gone, you know, all over the world. From that standpoint, hey, was there a moment in the kind of the story that you're like, hey? God's up to something much bigger than I thought. Was it, was there kind of some inflection points that you're like, oh, yeah. "Wow!"
1: It was cool. I mean, I, I'm now in the 92nd, it was the second course that I did, the second course. It was in January, 1991. Um, and at our Christmas carol service, we often get a lot of guests from outside the church. And in my small group, on the second course, they were all people who'd come as a result of the carol service. And none of them were, were... So Alpha at that stage was really a course designed for new Christians. But on this course, in my group were people who weren't Christians. And they basically all encountered Jesus on the weekend. They had powerful experience of the Holy Spirit. And they've pretty much all gone on to be leaders in the church. In fact, we had a 25 year reunion about five years ago. Um, mm. And it was amazing, uh, you know, just to hear what had happened to them in the last 25 years. But it was at that moment that I realized this course could be used to reach people outside of the church. And so we adapted it, we changed the um, content, we changed the, the order of the talks, we changed the discuss- we changed it from a Bible study to, to a discussion group. So after the talk, so it's like, but it's just very relaxed, non-confrontational, way for people to explore the big questions. Why am I here? How can I make the most the rest of my life? You know what? Uh, it's all these kind of things uh, that you can explore with people, normal people. Yeah, average age on our course is 27. 90 75% of the guests are aged between 18 and 35. It's like, um, it's just a great way to, um, to explore. Hey.
0: It is an amazing course, as I said before. We hit record. I was a when I was a lead pastor. I used the the program. It was a was a fan, and now my thirteen year old daughter went through as a teenager, and she was excited about it coming back after. Uh, uh, you know, and she's raised in the church, but still excited about it. Uh, now, just the, just for kind of a fun question on that: If you were asked to, uh, from all the talks, uh, if you were asked to Uh, do you have a favorite talk of the kind of the program if you had to you know they're like you know you can choose anyone to do i mean you've done them all but if you have a, do you have a favorite talk from there uh
1: uh, yeah i think the favorite one for me to give is is a sunday morning of the weekend how can i make the most of the rest of my life it's based on romans 12, one and 2 um and um how you discover god's good, pleasing, and perfect plan for your life. Um, and um, yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, I love the weekends, but Sunday morning is amazing. People have had, Saturday night, people have experienced the love of God being poured into their heart by the Holy Spirit. And Sunday mornings, you know, how, how do you respond? Like Romans 12, first, as you know, the first 11 chapters of Romans are all about what God has done for us. And then Romans 12 verse one, Paul says, therefore, because God's done all this for you, this is what I'm writing you to do. Um, And discover God's good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. And this is like, up to that moment in the course, it's all been about what God has done for them. And then it's like, okay, guys, this is how you can make the most of the rest of your life.
0: And that seems to be uh, one of the things that draws people into Alpha anyways. You've said, Kind of that love finding your love finding your purpose finding your belonging
1: yeah i think there are three things everyone's looking for everyone's looking for purpose and you find that in a relationship with god through jesus everyone's looking for love and um they discover that god loves them because jesus died for them and then they experience that love through the holy spirit and everyone's looking to belong and that at the end of a small group they belong they're part of a group that have become friends
0: it is amazing, even when I'm thinking back to when I was pastoring, how that, that small group, all of a sudden, their community, like instantly, they don't even know each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, as we start wrapping up uh, here today, uh, in, in a moment, I'd love for you to uh, pray for us as an audience that we might uh, experience more of, and maybe even that love for the Bible that you, you, you talked about. Uh, but where would... You like to send people to learn more about all the Bible in one year? Any, any, and any final ask that you would have of the audience?
1: No, nothing. (laughs) No ask? Nothing at all. Um, uh, The Bible in one year. It's an app. You, I think. I guess if you go, I mean, I think you can find it. You can find on my Instagram, or you can find it. um, I I do a verse every day on on the on the Instagram, and I think I I think there's probably a link on my Instagram. uh, but or on uh, uh, alpha.org or htb.org or um, I think any of those sort of um, places, um, Twitter, uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook. I think uh, I'm, it's it's every. I'm sure it'll, it will appear somewhere, wherever sure. you,
0: wherever you look. Well, well, we'll put them all in the show notes for people to find. Would you conclude cl- our time with uh, praying for the audience?
1: Yeah, sure. Lord, thank you so much for Kevin. And thank you for everyone listening to this right now. And Lord, I want to pray for anyone who's been listening today and is saying, I love that relationship that we've been hearing about. And if you've never experienced that relationship with God, I'd encourage you to pray a very simple prayer. It's saying, sorry, thank you, please. Or thank you, sorry, please. Just thanking Jesus that he died for you. And then just say, sorry for anything that comes to mind. Turn away for anything bad in your life. And then please, please come in to my heart by your Holy Spirit. And if you've prayed that, you can be sure. Jesus said, ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open to you. And if you invite Jesus to come in by his spirit, he will have come in. And I pray now that everyone who prayed that prayer, everyone on this call who would like to, would experience either for the first time or again today the love of God. This is God's love for you, being shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit who has been given to you. So allow his love, his peace, his joy to fill your heart again. In Jesus' name,
0: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much for taking the time today. I really appreciate no, it's it. It's
1: a pleasure to be with you, Kevin. Just a joy to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and it was an encouragement to you. If you are looking for the show notes, you can find them over at ChristConnection.cc and click on podcast. Uh, And while you're there, why don't you put in your name and your email address and then we can send you a weekly update uh, to let you know when the next podcast episode is available. Uh, You'll also receive a three-part video series on how to have an enjoyable prayer life uh, to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus because that's what we're here for to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus to go after him like never before if you've been with us for a while uh, would you consider a one time donation or becoming a monthly supporter of the Christ Connection family you can do that also at ChristConnection.cc and just click on the donate button you'll see all the instructions on how to do that we currently uh, have this um, podcast has been downloaded in 84 countries and we'd love to expand it even beyond that and go deeper with each of those countries so uh, you your, your donation helps make that possible. Again, that's ChristConnection.cc and click on the Donate button. We're grateful for you. If you are not a part of the uh, Christ Connection family on social media, you can find us at uh, Enjoying Prayer, which is the name of my first book. Uh, again, that's Enjoying Prayer on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I'd love to see you over there. Say hello. Say where you're listening from. We'd love to know that. Uh, thanks for your uh, time today. I hope, again, that was an encouragement to you. And until next time, thanks for listening.